Hello, and welcome to Tools to Create a Better Life with myself, Glenice Hughes. Thank you so much for listening in. I am so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. So this week's show is all about what I learned from my 72-hour fast. Uh, And so if you've been listening for a while, you know all this. But in case you haven't been, I have been doing fasting since January of 2020. And we are now, as of recording, uh, the end of May 2020, so about five months. And I do, for the most part, I do something called alternate day fasting. So I fast for about 40 hours and then I have an eight hour window of eating. It doesn't mean I eat for eight hours straight. I just have an eight hour window of eating. So 40 hours of fasting, eight hour eating window, 40 hours fasting, eight hour eating window over and over and over again. Now with fasting, in case you're not familiar, if you're doing it for for healing from the inside out and for changing your sweet body, uh, then you'd kind of want to change it up a bit now and again. So I have done some kind of just 24-hour fasts. I've done uh, shorter, longer, 47-hour fast. And then most recently, I did a 72-hour fast. Now, what do I have during my fast? I have water and I don't track it. I have as much water as my body asks for. And I will also have usually one bottle of the sparkly water. Now, my body, (laughs) I seem to pee a lot. There you go. There's some TMI. Um, I seem to pee a lot when I drink sparkly water for some reason. So I usually just have one bottle uh, a day on my fast days. Uh, And then also for electrolytes, I will either have a little bit of that Himalayan pink salt, like a little pinch, uh, maybe a couple times throughout the day, uh, or pickle juice. So that's what I, oh, and black coffee. So I've always been a black coffee drinker, so it works really well for me. Um, you can also have tea. I mean, you can, actually, you can do whatever you'd like. Uh, but for me, that's what I have. It's a question I get asked a lot. And so since I've been doing kind of 40-hour-ish fasts, and I, a 72-hour fast to me wasn't that big of a jump from that, uh, I'm not sure that I could have went from not fasting at all to a 72-hour fast. Uh, but a lot of people also told me I was crazy to go from not fasting at all to a 40-hour fast. So, you know, who knows? Who knows? It just wasn't in my world. And what I do want to say with all of this is that this has been done with my body. So this is not something that I've forced my body to do. It's not something that I even planned to do. So the 72-hour fast, I mean, I, I had it in the sense of I might... And I truly let my body choose. So I did a a radio show not that long ago uh, about is food a choice? And in there, I describe how I actually went, you know, to kind of 47 hours thinking I would continue to go because I wasn't hungry. Body wasn't hungry. And what really surprised me is that she desired food. And, and so I, I ate at 47 hours. So with the 72 hour fast, I wasn't sure. Was I gonna go one hour, 20 hours? Was I gonna go 90 hours? Like really just whatever. I had no, 
um, I had I'd created this space for it in the sense of one of the things I know personally um, is that I need to be busy. So I actually did it during uh, my online foundation class because I knew I'd be busy. I knew that I wouldn't be kind of like being silly about, oh, I must eat, oh, you know, all the head games that I that I play with myself. So I had I chose it very specifically at that time frame uh, for myself, but also willing to change it at any point. And, um, and then not even sure that I would I end at 72? Who knows? I wonder. Uh, and anyway, I did end at 70. <laughs> Spoiler alert, I did end at 72. So anyway, what did I learn from this? I'll tell you what, my I would say like my biggest takeaway is that all of the crazy points of views that I've had about food in terms of what a body needs to have energy or to feel good or to feel like myself or to be present with like I I like I mean I, I'm at a loss for words for what it invited me to look at in terms of all of those interesting points of views. And I would say over the last five months, I've cleared a lot of those points of views. But to get to 72 hours, and I worked out at 70 hours. Like I was the I was so energized, I felt so bright, I felt so shiny, I felt so good. And it just made me really look at the points of views that were so ingrained, you need food to have energy, you need food to feel good, you need food to not have a headache. You know, that I, I just, I, there were so many interesting points of views. At one point I was like, oh my gosh, I'm probably gonna get diarrhea while I'm facilitating foundation because I'm gonna be detoxing and I'm gonna be, and I'm gonna be, and I'm gonna be. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and I went to my body, hey body, is this true? Do you require to have diarrhea? No? Okay, cool. Then I'm going to clear my points of views that you have to have diarrhea because we haven't eaten food in what I don't even remember what hour that came up. But it was just so interesting to me of all the stuff that I've been told or I've read or maybe I've even experienced, but then I've glumped it into this is the way it is. Like, honestly, shocking. And you know what? The other thing with that, too, I would say is that I could have created some physical trauma drama with the 72-hour fast if I hadn't been fasting for longer periods for months. Because then I really got to be aware of those points of views, too. Uh, so, you know, that, that can contribute also. And I also should say... I don't think everybody should fast for 72 hours. Please know this is this is not I'm, I'm not doing a radio show on this from the point of view. Now you should go do it because I know that not everybody that this would contribute. In fact, it would probably be very unkind to many bodies to do this. So your body really want you really, really want to have your body on board with you Um so I just need to put that in there. Uh, so yeah, so that was one of my biggest takeaways was how many points of views I have about food and what happens if I don't eat, what happens if I do eat, uh, when you need to eat, what you can do after not eating, if you're, if you're not eating, you're starving. Like, I mean, all of those that are truly just 
really interesting points of views. And once we get those out of the way, then, hey, body, what would you like? Hey, body, what would you like? I even sat and watched hubby eat because he continued on with our regular kind of fasting uh, protocol of, you know, eating every second day. And so on the second day when I would normally be eating with him, uh, I wasn't because I was in, I was about, probably at about hour 48 by then. I just sat with him while he ate. It didn't bother me. I wasn't like, oh my gosh, I just wish I could eat your food. Like, I had none of that in my world. So that's another big actually takeaway for me is the head game. Like truly, if, you, if you're willing to be present, and this relates to anything, guys. I mean, I'm talking about food because it's really, you know, I've really chose to, to dive deep with these points of views. But you could look at that with money. And I'm actually going to look at that right in myself as I'm talking about this with money. But like, where have you decided that you have to spend money or you can't spend money? Or how, how have you decided you can make money, but you can't make money this other way? Like, like really this sense of all of those really interesting points of views. Like even the ones we don't even know we have are interesting points of views. Like anything, basically anything that isn't a possibility is, is an interesting point of view. Whew, everything that brought up, we destroyed and created all right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, but buck shorts, boys, man. So that's the access consciousness clearing statement. You can go to theclearingstatement.com about how it works. But for this show, you can know that it works like a magic wand. Whatever crazy comes up, you can run that and it goes beyond the words. It goes beyond, like it, it, it just clears it. It's just magic. Anyway, um, but those are the things like that limit us. And I have something totally unrelated to food, but I want to share it because it, it's still so mind-blowing to me and ridiculous, but mind-blowing in, in the most ridiculous way. <laughs> so I, I run my business for the most part using something called Infusionsoft. So that's just a software program in the back end that runs all the pieces. And I've been looking now for a while uh, something else something else, something else. And for a while, I mean, probably two years and not really found anything that quite equates to it. Then I was looking at, uh, I've got some, some courses that I'm creating. So looking at how can I run those courses and Infusionsoft would, and, and what I use with Infusionsoft, something called Memberium, um, though that would work, but it won't be very pretty and it won't be exactly what I'm looking for, but it would work. So I came across uh, just a Facebook post about something called Kartra, uh, and it just popped off the page at me. So I started doing some research, and it actually looked like it did everything. I obviously was not reading close enough, but it looked like it did everything. And I was just like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. You might have, if you're my Facebook friend, you might have seen I posted on Facebook asking about people who used it. I was like, so excited. A few days later, I was talking to my friend, her and I swap uh, once a week, and I was just talking to her about that. And I was saying to her, so here's this thing. I've got all this information for these, these courses, everything's sitting. And when I go to do something with them, there's, there's a, a stop energy. And 
it's an energy that I don't, I, I, I don't stop myself. I really never have. So how's it get any better than that? Like, and I mean, in creating in business, like if, if there's a, if there's an energy, I just go. But when there's that other energy, that kind of stop energy, I, there's nothing. So she had actually seen my post. And, and so we talked a little bit about what I was looking at and that, and she's like, do you realize, and she actually gave me the rest of the information in that um, Kartra would be something maybe I would add to Infusionsoft, but it wouldn't be something I would replace. We talked a little bit more. I had you know, some more awarenesses, all of this. We, we got off our session and I realized, and, and this, is, this is the funny part to me, but I realized that I was looking at only replacing Infusionsoft. There was nowhere in my world that I was even considering the possibility of adding to it. Like adding something else, like paying for two programs. What? What? No. I mean, I, it, this, it might not even make sense to you, but honestly, it, is a, it, it was one of the biggest ways I was limiting myself. And so what, what was light and what's been light for two years is Kajabi. Not to move from though. I'm not leaving Infusionsoft. In fact, everything is staying in Infusionsoft, but for these courses that have been asking to be created, they're going into Kajabi. And guess what? I signed up. I have it almost done. The, the first course is almost complete. Like everything just, just flowed after I was willing to change the point of view that I could only have one system. And I didn't think about that. Like, it wasn't like I walked around going, well, I must only have one system. So which system will it be? It, it, like, it wasn't an obvious thought like that because that I might have caught. But it was so hidden, so behind me, so wherever it was that you only have one. And it wasn't until, you know, my friend and I were talking and she's like, oh yeah, well, I've got Kartra, but I don't use it. I just go in for inspiration now and again. And I was just looking at her on the Zoom going, what the fuck? Like, why would you have an entire program that you pay for, for just inspiration? And what that did for me was got me to look at the points of views that I have, that I need to have, you know, that I need to use everything I pay for, that I, like all the crazy. And so that, that energy is what I look at now with like from eating and from food and not eating. Also, we don't want to make not eating significant. We don't want to make eating significant. We don't want to make food or no food, nothing significant. But how many points of views do I have like that, that I'm not even aware of? And that's where, you know, this fast really contributed to me because I really got the sense of it. Like, oh my gosh, I have all of these points of views about eating and what's going to happen or what won't happen and all of that. So, you know, looking at those, being so aware of what are your points of views about whatever it is? Again, we're talking about fasting. And then, of course, I threw some business in there just because I can. Uh, but what, whatever it is you're looking to change, where are even those hidden points of views? And you can ask for them. Universe, show me my points of views that are limiting here. Show me the points of views I'm not even aware are points of views that are limiting. You can just start asking. Just be curious about it. And the other thing with that is, also, as we choose towards things, 
Like as that course, as the courses actually got louder and louder and I was choosing towards them, then I actually created a situation where when I asked about Karcher, my friend saw it, then her and I got together, her and I were able to discuss it. Like I, I actually kind of laid out a in choosing towards the courses and allowing the courses to guide, you know, it got me to where, where I got to. And, and so it's like, how much of that too? So if you're choosing towards changing your money situation, your, you know, food situation, whatever it is, as you're choosing towards it, the, you are going to be creating situations and people and, and all of that to assist you and to contribute to we just don't always see it maybe as a contribution. Sometimes we look at that, say that flat tire on a way to that meeting as the worst thing ever. But we find out, you know, the next day or the next week or 20 years later, it was actually a huge contribution. So we want to be in that space too. And so really looking at that and, and that's been so huge for me with the food thing and the eating thing. And then of course the not eating, because that is the other piece, you know, I made eating significant for so long. And then I've recognized at times I've made the not eating the amount of hours I'm fasting. I've made that significant. And it's like, no, none of it. In fact, yesterday uh, was, you know, halfway through or all, more than halfway through a 40 hour fast and body was like food now, please not from hunger, not from a because, just from food now, please. And it took me actually a, a little while, it took me probably, I'm not sure, maybe like an hour or half an hour to recognize that um, it's not something to clear because that's what I started. I started thinking about food is how it started. And I don't normally in my fasting time do that anymore. I certainly did at the beginning, but I don't tend to do that anymore. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to pot and pock this. I've got to change it. And then I was like, oh, wait body, would you like food? <laughs> I was like, yes. Oh, okay. And so then you have food because it's not, none of it's significant, but we really, I mean, it invites us to really get aware of our points of views and what is actually guiding our choices. Because if we have a point of view that, like I said, I'm going to have diarrhea while I'm facilitating a class, if I've got that point of view, that is going to guide my choice. That is going to be how I, I'm either going to create it or I'm going to need to eat to ensure that I don't create it in, in that situation. So we want to be aware of those points of views and then check in with the thing. And in this case, the thing is my body. Because me as the being is not doing the one that's eating. It's the body. Me as the being is not the one who would have diarrhea. It's the body. So go to the body. Hey, body, is this true? <laughs> You know, and, and there was a, a gal in uh, one of the groups I'm in and, and Facebook asking, you know, kind of like she's underweight and she keeps losing weight and, and what are some clearings to gain weight and, and stuff like that. And I just said, you know, in my experience, communing with your body, letting your body choose. First, ask body, does this weight work for you? Giving your body a voice, give your body a choice. And for any of you who are looking to change the weight of your body with your body. I actually have a three-part series starting on June 2nd. Uh, and of course, everything's recorded. You can purchase it after. Uh, but it's all about that. It's actually changing the weight of your body with your body. So this is not superior bitching. This is not judging your body. This is not forcing your body. This is about, hey, body, what weight would you like to be? 
and then being the magic and co-creating that with your body using, you know, the magic tricks from access consciousness and clearing the lies. That's been the number one thing is that we all seem to have really interesting points of views about what the weight is. You know, so if you would have asked me years ago, why do you have extra weight? I would have told you, oh, it's because I eat too much. It's because I don't exercise. It's because I was abused as a child. It's because I need protection. It's because, it's because, and you know what? It's none of those. It's none of those. But until we clear all those lies, we're going to keep spinning in them and distracting ourselves from them. So that's, we've got three back-to-back Zooms. So second, third, and fourth of June, 2020. Uh, and, and the first one is all about clearing those lies because we won't get anywhere until those lies are cleared. So, so if you'd like more information, just reach out. I'll get you the link. Uh, if you're on my email list, it's in your email somewhere. Uh, and if not, and you'd like to be, reach out and I'll get you the link to that too. So, so yeah, so Another thing that I learned from my 72-hour fast is that food truly is like a hedonistic pleasure. And this is something I've heard Gary Douglas, the founder of Access, talk about. And I never really, really got, and and I'm not sure this is just from the 72-hour fast, but it was certainly one of the pieces. Uh, But even throughout the past few months of fasting, when body does choose to eat, it is so delicious. It is so pleasurable. Like it is such a gift and such a kindness when it is what the body is asking for and when it's what the body is asking for. And that is, that is an energy that I never really knew until now. And that first bite, the first bite that I had uh, after the 72-hour fast was a pickle. Now, that might sound funny, but it, it just, it was what my body was asking for. And you would think I bit into gold. I mean, it was so freaking delicious. And I still remember that, like, that burst of flavor and my body lighting up and just the, oh, yumminess of it. And that has been such a gift because now when that changes, so I might have two bites of a pickle, I might have four pickles, who knows? But when that changes, when that deliciousness, that pleasurableness, that hedonistic, oh my gosh, isn't there, I know that's my body's way of saying I'm done, thank you. And I'm not interested in putting anything else in her that doesn't taste like that. Like, I'm just not interested. And that, again, is such a huge gift because I used to eat so much from the unconsciousness of eating. I used to eat from this space of filling up, of shutting down, of like blanking out the awareness of, a bi- I mean, a billion things. And now to eat from that level of presence, that gratitude, that level of pleasure. I mean, I didn't know food could be so delicious and, and it not having to need more. And I guess that was another energy that I had with food before is like, if it tasted good, then the point of view that more will taste better. And, but not staying present with, with if it did or not, but that was the point of view. So always filling and then overfilling Uh, And by overfilling, I mean more than my body was asking for, not more than what you should have, because there is no should have. 
sometimes now I look at, you know, what I, what body's asking for. It's like, holy. And it might be holy because there's more there than I would have thought or holy because there's less there. Like either way, it's like, wow. But those are just based on the interesting points of views of what I've learned from all the books I've read and all the studying I've done of all the weight loss things. And, and, and those are all interesting points of views. Instead, allowing my body to choose, co-creating with my body. And, and a lot of people, when they do fasting, they also choose to do the, the keto food way, which is low carb, high fat. And so far, my body has not chose that. So far, my body, we, we eat whatever she would like. So I don't put any limitations. I don't say no to anything that she's asking for. And I've just found that to create the most ease for, for me and her. Um, and what else is possible? Truly, what else is possible? Like, honestly, guys, these... Yeah, with whatever you're looking at, and again, I am not advocating everybody do a fast, uh, but whatever you're limiting yourself with, whatever you've decided, it has to be this way because, please know you can change those points of views. You can choose something else. And you probably don't have to do it as extreme as I do things, uh, but you can start recognizing that whatever... Whatever story you're telling yourself that you can't, you actually can. You just got to change those points of views. And you don't even have to know what they are. You can just say all those points of views that I'm using to stop myself from creating whatever it is. More money, more orgasmic pleasure, more deliciousness, more communion with my body, more whatever. I destroy and uncreate them all. And then you can, if you like the clearing statement, you can run that or you can use whatever clearing method you like. But just know that there's only points of views that can easily be cleared standing between you and everything you desire. <sighs> so anything that doesn't allow you to let them all go and destroy and uncreate them all now, as if by magically destroy and uncreate them all, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pot, shorts, boys, beyonds. And if this fasting journey you'd like more, you are certainly welcome. We started May 22nd. We will run until June 30th. And it's just, I've called it Glenice's fasting journey because it really is just where I'm at, what I'm choosing whatever's going on, suggestions I might have. Of course, I'm not a doctor. I can't give advice. 39 Canadian dollars to join us. Um, it's a Facebook group and that's the only way I can do it. So I apologize if you don't have Facebook. Uh, but yes, I can get you the link for that too. Otherwise, of course, the changing your weight with your body starts June 2nd, 3rd and 4th. So awesome guys. Have a great week and I look forward to chatting with you soon.